When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Bud Light. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Sooner football has been brought to you by OG&E. We energize life. And by State Farm. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Now, this is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Mims deep. Got a couple of nice returns. He'll back up to his own 40. Takes it. No fair catch. Up the middle. 45-50. Darts left to the 40. Has room to the corner. Gets away. 35 to the 30. Cuts inside and he sits down at the 28. This kid might be something special. It is over in Norman and the Sooners have won it in shutout fashion tonight in their 2020 season opener by the final of 48-0 over Missouri State. The postgame show is brought to you by Bud Light. Whenever there's a Sooner game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Please drink responsibly. Coming up on the postgame show, we will hear from Lincoln Riley and the victorious Sooners tonight. Chris Plank has headed to the locker room for that. Teddy Lehman and Gabe Eichert still with me, and we'll get some of their postgame thoughts right now. Before that, we'll look at stats and everything later on as well. What would you think tonight, Ted? I thought all in all it's uh – about as good of a performance as you could ask for. You know, we've seen across the country that there's been some ugly stuff going on football-wise. And so you kind of thought, well, dang, you know, with all the guys that they've got out and the list is really long, you may see some ug ugly play. But I thought it was really clean. We had a couple of penalties here and there, a couple of, uh, of mess-ups here and there. But for the most part, Gosh, I mean, considering the circumstances, that's about as clean of a football game as you could expect. Gabe? Yeah, I'm with Ted. I mean, you, you look at it offensively. You put up 600 yards of offense. You score 48 points, and you really took your foot off the gas at halftime. So under the circumstances, that's, that's what I keep reminding myself when I'm thinking about things to nitpick, right, whether it's offensive line, Maybe the defense could have had another turnover or something, but it's like the, with the circumstances and what these kids and coaches have been going through, 
like Teddy said, it, it's about as good as you can ask for. I mean, you look around just in the Big 12 today, you saw Iowa State and Kansas State go down. Now they were playing better competition than Missouri State, but yeah, this is this is a really solid performance. And the important thing is it's one they can build on and enough things went wrong. Teddy knows this better than anyone. Coaches want to have things that they can nitpick for the next two weeks, you know, when they're trying to prepare for Kansas State. So there's enough of those teachable moments where they can lay into them a little bit in the film room to where these kids can really get pushed to improve over the next two weeks of practice. And, and that's important, but 48 to nothing. You'll take that every time, guys. Sooner fans, be sure to catch the Coach's Corner presented by Riverwind every Thursday night at 7 p.m. on the Sooner Sports Radio Network and Sooner Sports TV. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma and OU Athletics have teamed up to recognize outstanding teachers in our classrooms and communities. Visit OUTeacherofthegame.com to nominate your teacher to be honored at an OU football game and win $1,000. When we come back, I want to ask both of you what we talked about before the game. Who will we be talking about on Monday? On your radio shows, on your podcast, who comes out of this game and say, wow, did you see that guy? 48-0, Sooners win it tonight. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. There's the snap, play action. Rattler, deep drop, has time. Flush left, still looking, throws end zone. It is caught short of the end zone by Jeremiah Hall down at the one-yard line. He came back for it. It'll be first and goal. Did you know that right now, GEICO is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's on top of what GEICO could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Visit GEICO.com to learn more. It's a final in Norman, 48-0 in the season opener. The Sooners win it. One more segment here with Gabe Eicher. Teddy Lehman still in the booth with me. Chris Plank is headed to the locker room for post-game interviews. Uh, Gabe, I'll let you go first here. Who are we going to be talking about on uh, Monday morning? I, I'm looking at the young guys. Obviously, we're all going to be talking about Spencer Rattler and just how comfortable he looked, how effortless he looks throwing the football, and him living up to, to the hype in his first game. But the two guys I'm the most excited about, first, Seth McGowan. We'd been hearing some things from the staff during training camp that this kid was the absolute re real deal that he – he ran physical, he ran angry, but he also had great elusiveness in the open field. And Teddy and I had been hearing this stuff like, okay, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll believe it when we see it type thing. And he looks the part. And just as a true freshman, I am, I am very excited to see how this guy progresses just throughout this season. I mean, he's gonna add strength. He's gonna get faster throughout college and he's going to be a special player he is and then the other guy for me Marvin Mims that guy he needs to play more snaps and I know he he is an explosive difference maker at the wide receiver position and I I usually don't make kind of like outlandish predictions usually pretty measured with that stuff but Marvin Mims will be a first round draft pick I <laughs> one wow. game just in. Wow. just when, when you see the way he moves naturally, his instincts, 
obviously has good hands, but it's just the way he carries himself. I, I, I really liked what I saw from that kid. He's only a true freshman. He's going to be a special player. He's a guy I would be surprised if he's here for four years. I like that. I, the only person I can really add to the mix, maybe two guys, would be defensively. I agree with all those points on the offensive side. Brian Osamoa, defensively, number 24, uh, he flashed all over the place. The, the confidence, the athleticism, uh, the ability, tackling. You know, he looked really, really good tonight. You know, at times he looked like the best defensive player that we had. Um, I think people are probably going to talk about Perrion Winfrey as well, uh, right there in the middle of that defense, how quick twitch he is, the penetration you saw from him. You know, he there was a couple of times it was just as soon as the ball was snapped, a quick little arm over or, or a, a, a dip, and he was two, three yards in the backfield pushing an offensive lineman and, and making a play on the running back. So I think those two guys probably going to stick out quite a bit defensively. Mikey Henderson? Yeah. I I don't know. Because Braden Willis wasn't available tonight, I don't know how much of a role he has when Willis comes back because you have Jeremiah Hall, you've got Stogner, and then you've got Willis. So that's three tight end H-back guys. But I really did like the athleticism, uh, the ability to run after the catch that Henderson has like there's a place for that kid I know he's a freshman but you just saw he is going to be a weapon for Lincoln Riley I'm not sure if it's in the immediate future but for the next couple of years you're going to see that guy catching short passes out of the backfield and running for big gains I did it really stood out to me he stuck his nose in there as a blocker they lined it up in line he stepped up in pass protection. I was impressed with Henderson tonight. I really was. That kid's got a really good skill set for this H-back position, and Lincoln's going to love using that guy. It's weird that they're, they got four tight end slash H-back guys, and it really runs like the entire spectrum of player. Like I consider Henderson to be almost more of a running back. Uh, Definitely seen, looks more yeah. like a running back body type-wise, Ted. Sure. And then you go to Jeremiah Hall. Like I consider him to be almost like a traditional fullback. He's 6'2", 250. And he's like a hand-down, eye-formation fullback. And then you got Braden Willis, who's kind of the catch-all guy, 6'3", 235, really athletic. And then you got Stogner, who's 6'6", 265, like, almost like a traditional tied in so they're <laughs> between it, those four guys it runs the whole spectrum yeah and the the one thing we've learned about Lincoln Riley ever since he got here is if you can help them on offense you're going to play he's going to find a way to use your strengths and with them not having to worry about eligibility this year I mean red shirting anything like that you're going to see Mikey Henderson out there in some form or fashion because he brings a different skill set. I mean, that's why you collect these guys. Different skill sets. You put them in different situations. And I wouldn't be surprised if they find some stuff for them. 
If you joined us late, uh, Gabe Eichert guaranteeing Marvin Mims will be a first-round draft mm. pick and leave school early. I like um, it. Breaking news. That was a good breakdown by you two. A good Oklahoma breakdown by you two. Well I done. I enjoyed <laughs> I see what you did there, T-Row. Nice. Gabe, nice job tonight. It was a pleasure, boys. Let's Fun hope they work. win them all. Fun having that guy back on our team again, Gabe Eichert. We'll take a timeout. Much more with Teddy coming up. Post-game reaction straight around the corner as well. Sooners win at 48-0. This is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College. Rattler play action. First snap of this drive looks deep. Wings it for Mims down the middle. He's got it. 10-5. Touchdown. Wow. Rattler to Mims. A 60-yard strike. Your OG&E power play of the game, OG&E. We energize life. The first career touchdown for Marvin Mims tonight. It actually was a 58-yard touchdown. In fact, recapping the scoring in this one tonight. The Sooners on their opening possession punched it in on a one-yard Seth McGowan touchdown run to make it 7-0. Next time they touched it, first play, the one you just heard, 58-yard strike. Rattler to Mims, 14-0 OU. Next possession, they kept it for a bit. It ended, though, with another big play, 53-yard pass from Rattler to Charleston Rambo to make it 21-0. Still in the first quarter. Next time they got it back, first play again after a, sh a uh, big return on the punt. OU took over at the Missouri State 37. Rattler swing pass to Seth McGowan, and he took it in from 37 yards out. 28-0. Still in the first quarter. They got a 42-yard field goal from Steven Johnson. It was 31-0 after one. They would tack on 10 more in the second. 22-yard field goal from Johnson made it 34-0. Then before halftime, a 15-yard pass from Rattler to Rambo. A little crossing pattern that he took into the north end zone. It was 41-0 OU. Second half, the only points came in the fourth quarter when Tanner Mordecai goes to Finn Corwin. A 16-yard pass, and that was your final 48-0 Sooners. Why'd you look at me like that? Well, you were giving me the thumbs up. I no, thought you I wanted to add something. No, I was someone on the camera that's watching us the thumbs up. Oh, I got you. My bad. <laughs> Sooners win at 48 nothing. 608 total yards of offense tonight for OU. 135 for Missouri State. So we came into tonight not knowing who would emerge at running back. You, you lose Kennedy Brooks. You lose Trey Sermon. Maybe you're a little worried about that position. Not knowing who would emerge at wide receiver. C.D. Lamb's playing tomorrow night for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, we didn't see everybody tonight. We didn't see T.J. Pledger. Uh, a couple of you know, Trajan Bridges won't be around for a while. No Drake Stoops. But do you feel better about those positions after tonight? I mean, I think you have to. We've heard all camp about how good Obi Obialo is, and yeah. he wasn't here tonight. But between Rambo, Mims, we, I don't think at wide receiver you felt like that position was lacking at all. And you still get to add uh, Obialo and Theo Howard, you know, and, and some other guys, Drake Stoops in there, who's, who's a good possession type wide receiver. And then running back, same thing. You know, T.J. Pledger out, Ramondre Stevenson still serving the suspension. So I think the problem is you've got too many guys at running back because – you know, you're going to have to leave some of those guys out. Lincoln doesn't typically like to play more than two running backs just to keep those guys, you know, you, you, you like to 
say that you would play three or four guys to where they all stay fresh, but you also want guys to have rhythm. So usually he's not going to play more than two tailbacks. Um, that may change, but, you know, I, that, that position's incredibly deep. Wide receiver's incredibly deep. I thought Rattler looked really good, too, distributing the ball all over the place. You know, uh, Stogner, he hit Stogner on that really nice play early where he was double covered and he still rumbled for, you know, 15, 20 yards. was really nice. And then you saw them make an effort inside the tight red zone to go to Stogner down on the goal line. He ran a little slant, one-on-one coverage, had good inside position on his guy. Rattler threw him a – it was a pretty hot pass. He, he put some zip on it, but Stogner still makes that catch eight times, nine times out of ten. So you saw them make an effort to get him the ball. So all in all, I think you have to love where you are with the skill positions. Whether Brahms is your stop for a burger and ice cream or your weekly trip for groceries from the fresh market, Brahms is proud to be a part of your family's tradition. Farm Fresh for over 50 years. Proud partner of OU Athletics. We'll take a break. Lincoln Riley walking in his postgame interview next. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. From the 37 of Missouri State Territory, Rattler's swing pass to McGowan. Caught, turns it up 40. To the 35, splits defenders 30. Down the sidelines, he's gone. 10-5, touchdown, like a blur. Seth McGowan into the end zone from 37 yards out. That's your Pizza Hut delivery of the game tonight. When OU wins, you win free pizza. Visit Soonersports.com slash Pizza Hut for more details. Time now for our post-game interview with head coach Lincoln Riley, brought to you by the Oklahoma Highway Safety Office. We go down to Chris. All right, thanks a lot, Toby. Down here with Lincoln Riley. Coach, first and foremost, congrats on the win. I mean, uh, did it feel nice to be back on the sidelines? Yeah, it did. It did. It's, uh, yeah, it didn't. As we said many times, didn't know if we'd even have that opportunity. So it was. It was fun to fun to see the guys get to just go out there and enjoy it, uh, what they do. Um, appreciate all the fans that showed up. It was still a heck of a lot of fun in there um, and, a, and a really good opening win. I don't even think we can truly embrace just how challenging this is. If you think about you guys get tested three times a week, Coach. You know, you get tested one day, you're like, all right, negative, I'm good to go. And then two days later, it can be a completely different world. So was it a, an exhale to be able to finally get back to some football here? Yeah, it was. It was. You know, we, we didn't know for sure it was going to happen, and it was. It's, uh, it is challenging. It's challenging us in, in new ways that we've, you know, really never been challenged before. So, um, you know, I think it, it tests your, your culture as a team. I think it tests your belief in what you're doing, and, and uh, you know, and it's going to continue to test us throughout this entire season. I know you're going to get asked this a lot, but overall, Spencer Rattler, first opportunity as a starting quarterback, how do you think he handled things? I thought he did pretty well. Um, you know, I had a couple that he would want back, but but uh, I thought was calm in there. I thought the line did a good job of making him feel comfortable and, and uh, threw the ball well. Decision-making was pretty good, and I thought he was pretty level-headed, you know, considering the circumstance. Yeah, 608 total yards. Got a chance to play Tanner and got a chance to play Chandler later, too. Chandler's fun, man. I, I yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they both did some good things, both threw some really good balls. What's that balance like between, you know, wanting to get Spencer more game reps, wanting to get Tanner in there, too, but also, you know, not – running it up too terribly much. You haven't had a yeah. lot of practice. What's that like? No, it was. It was a little bit of a challenge, too, uh, just with some of the depth issues that we had tonight. So, uh, yeah, we, you know, we want to have respect for the game. And, and when you get off to a big lead like that, you, it's, it can be tough because you still want to play to your standard and your expectations, and those guys deserve a chance to play, too. But also you want to do it with good taste. Um, defensive shutout. What would you like uh, from Alex Grinch's speed yeah, year, too? I mean, you know, like you said, shutouts are, are hard in college football. So it was awesome to see. How we flew around, you know, we did a good job on a run game all night other than the, the reverse that got out. We really, really shut the run game down. 
uh, covered well, and I thought tackled pretty well for a season opener. I think it's like 12 or 13 different guys that caught passes, but I think my favorite was seeing Finn Corbin yeah. get involved. Yeah. In games like this, how fun is it to see those guys get rewarded? Yeah, no doubt. It's great to see those guys get opportunities, and you know, several of those young guys got got their first blood tonight. And Todd Hudson, too. Yeah, Todd, around. yeah, he did. Some tough runs. No, he did. That's, uh, those guys don't always get those opportunities that early in their career, and it's I know it's a special moment All for right. them. Fi- final thought. We, we get through game one. Now you get a chance to reset. How important is this next week and a half, two weeks to really follow protocols and continue to get better oh critical critical i mean we got a long ways to go as a team and you know now you're just it's so new because you're diving straight into big 12 play which is a little bit hard to believe and so uh you know you got to be ready got to be ready to play our best and we've got a long ways to go congrats on the win coach all right thank you appreciate it that was coach riley our post-game interview presented by the oklahoma highway safety office reminding you that drinking and driving is deadly and illegal together we can end dui you talk about a new season Ted and at least for the last three years a new quarterback and Lincoln Riley is a master at a lot of things but one is getting a youngster or a new quarterback to settle in and feel comfortable first game jitters we talked about the stats the last three season openers before the game you add in what Rattler did tonight and the last four years in season openers Mayfield Murray Hertz and now Rattler have combined to go 62 for 71. That's nine total incompletions. 1,160 yards passing, 12 combined touchdowns, and no interceptions. That's unbelievable. It really is. It's incredibly consistent. And that's why whenever a quarterback goes out and has a performance like Rattler does as a freshman – it's really not that big of a deal and not really the story around here, which is shocking. Right. Most places, everyone there, be losing that. their mind <laughs> with how good the quarterback played, but that's what's expected of the young man, and, you know, that's just the nature of the beast around here. He looked good, though. He looked comfortable. I thought he did, too. There was a couple of times where I thought his he got some happy feet there in the pocket when he didn't need to, needed to trust his mm-hmm. offensive line a little bit more. That typically comes with more and more game reps. You know, uh, you're not used to to being able – you know, last time he played quarterback with any amount of regularity was in high school. In high school, you typically can't just sit there in the pocket forever. And you can with this group. So, uh, he'll get better at that. You know, and that's just a minor nitpicking thing. I thought his accuracy was there. thought he uh, threw some really nice passes. Decision-making was great. And, um, you know, even showed some athleticism at times. So, yeah, all in all, just a a really good all-around game by Spencer Rattler. Rattler, 14 of 17 tonight, 290 yards passing, four touchdowns, no interceptions. We'll take a look at all the stats coming up in a bit. This is the Bud Light postgame show. Whenever there's a Sooner game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Please drink responsibly. When we come back, one of your stars of the game tonight, Brian Osamoa standing by with Chris Plank. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG Cop. Third and 10 from the 15. Rattler crossing pattern. Caught turning it up. Weiss, he'll dance into the end zone. Touchdown. It's Rambo. Charleston Rambo, a touchdown. That looked familiar. Sooner fans, be sure to catch Sooner Football 2020 with Lincoln Riley, presented by Integra's Heart Hospital. Log on to Soonersports.com for airtimes on Sooner Sports TV. Dr. Tim Shannon and Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics exclusively are proud to present the junior captain of the game with your OU team captains at each home game. For info on how your child can become the next junior captain, 
Go to orthoexc.com. Sooners win their season opener, 48-zip tonight over Missouri State. First shutout for the OU defense since 2015 at Kansas State. And a big part of that defense tonight, linebacker Brian Osamoa, who's downstairs with Chris Plank. All right, thanks a lot, Toby, down here with Brian Osamoa. And um, I said it earlier, Brian, you seem like a different guy. You know, what's kind of clicked for you? What's different about 2020, Brian Osamoa? Uh, last year was just, you know, being able to just do your job and, and not really about the mission. This year is more about, you know, executing your job and the mission. That's what Coach Grinch has been preaching all year. Um, Coach Odom does a great job of just coaching us backers. So um, throughout everything in the summer, working hard, um, coming in for uh, some workouts and all that stuff, Coach Odom has done a great job of just holding me accountable to, you know, be elite, and that's that's the standard we have, just being elite all the time. I, I didn't really understand the challenge until I had to start going through the testing protocols, right? I get tested on Wednesday. I think, yeah, I passed my test. We're good to go. It's like, oh, yeah, I got to get tested on Friday too. Yeah. How was that mentally for you guys? How do you categorize that? Really and truly, uh, just really focused on football and school. Um, no. COVID's out there. Uh, try to try to do my best, just mask up every time. So, so I really think I'm, I'm really focusing on just football and school. Then let's talk about football. What uh, what'd you like from this defense that you saw tonight? Uh, a bunch of guys just flying around. Um, I'm not seeing the same guys as last year, and that's something that Coach Grinch has preached. You know, not coaching the same guys, and he's not going to you know be the same coach as they were last year. So uh, I, I commend a bunch of people on our defense just playing with enthusiasm and you know having fun out there. I, I love what I'm seeing from you, man. So can you take us through what it's like to Go from being someone that's in the game late, trying to catch the eyes of coaches, to that guy that's over there watching these young bucks out there and have an opportunity. What was that like? I can say it's a blessing. <laughs> um, I was definitely excited to go out there and just you know perform uh, without hesitating at all. It was also fun seeing you know our, we have a very deep linebacker room. So, yeah. um, like I said, I told this to the linebackers earlier. You know, Coach Odom has feels he feels very comfortable um, putting seven guys in rotation. You know, this year so. Uh, like I said, we have fun out there. How how much does that kind of bring up the whole room whenever you know everyone's going to get an opportunity? Right. You right. know, it's, it's not going to be a situation where just two guys or three guys are going to play the whole game. That's got to keep everyone up, right? Yeah, and that's that's something we've preached. You know, we have depth in our linebacker room, so everybody's got to be ready because the opportunity's going to be calling. All right, shut out. So that's big, and you get a turnover as well. What, what can what can we build from tonight? Um, like I said, executing the job, but also the mission. So, um, we got our, our goal is twenty six takeaways this year. So we have to have about two a game, I believe, and, you know, just going from there. One down, right, with as far as takeaways. So now we got to get win. three next week. Uh, I, I wanted to wrap with this. Uh, Teddy Lehman is on mm -hmm. our broadcast crew, and he's always spoke very highly of you. What does it mean whenever you're in that mix of the great names at that inside backer position at Oklahoma, and you know that standard that's yeah. there? It's an honor. Teddy Lehman is an elite linebacker that played here. Uh, like I said, it's a privilege for him, you know, to, to talk about me and – um, I mean, we're not done yet, so we got to continue to go. Representing Ohio, right? Yes, sir. I love it. The pads, those thank are you. special. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate it. Well, congrats on the win, man. Good luck the rest no of doubt. the way. Have a good one. All right, you too, man. That's Brian Osamo. Pretty impressive kid there. He's, uh, you know, put together one heck of a, an offseason. He really has. In an offseason where you feel like some guys could stray a little bit, you know, so much time away from the – you know, facility and away from the coaches, the strength staff, the uh, the the position coaches, and he's been he's been locked in. He's he's nailed in, and he looks great out there. And I've said this before, and I know it's a it's a very lofty.
comparison, but he reminds me of Rufus Alexander. Rufus mm-hmm. is one of the the most aggressive backers as far as when he sees it, he's gone, and he'll deliver a, a massive hit. Uh, he's got great athleticism, can run sideline to sideline, plays with attitude, um, you know, is is respected by all of his teammates. And that's how I, I hope he keeps progressing because I think that's the type of player he can be. And that is saying something. When we first started doing this uh, nine years ago, and we talked to linebackers and they would talk about you and they would say, man, yeah, I remember watching Teddy growing up. Huh. And I was does it bother you that now when we talk to them, we're like, I've heard about him. It was so long ago that I never saw him, but his picture's on the wall and things like that. Does that bother you at all? Not at all. I mean, these I mean, guys weren't even born yet when you were playing and stuff. A lot of I, I, was in the, I was in their shoes as well. Whenever they, you, know, you walk through the hallways and you know, I saw the, the pictures of Rod Schoet and Cumby and those guys right. that I never watched play. That's but what I'm saying. You're kind of in that category now, guys that we've heard of, but yeah, very I, few people remember seeing. That's right. You have to be incredibly old to remember. That's right. right that's right. <laughs> but I, I, I just he is he has the chance of being a like I said, all Big Twelve type of guy, and maybe even more. I mean, he's he's wow. got that type of ability. He's an NFL. He will be an NFL linebacker. Sooner football brought to you by Bank of Oklahoma. Long live your money. Late first quarter in Lawrence. Coastal Carolina 14, Kansas nothing. Ouch. We'll take a timeout. More post-game reaction from the victorious Sooners coming up. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Johnson heaves it deep down the near sideline. It is intercepted. Delarian Turner yell. Trouble got it. And he's returning it. Midfield to the 40. Down the sidelines to the 30. Cuts it in 25. He's still not down. Now he's chopped down at the 22. It's a turnover. Number one of 2020. All right, guys, down here with Trouble, Delarian Turner yell. All right, take me through. Overall shutout in game one. How'd you feel about the way the defense performed? Um, you know, with with losing, uh, how many guys did we lose last year? Three? Uh, let's see. Canine's gone. P-Mont. Parnell's gone. Yeah, a couple of the entire interior, oh, the defensive okay, line yeah. is gone. Yeah. So so with, um, you know, those guys being out, you know, a, a group of, uh, you know, new guys, you know, uh, not including the secondary because, you right. know, we, we've all kind of played with each other last year. But, um, you know, with a new D-line system going out there, you know, everybody – just kind of working with each other, you know, for the first time. And, you know, for it to be a shutout, I mean, that, that kind of speaks for itself. I mean, obviously we have some some things that we need to build on, we need to work on, you know, going into, into uh, the K-State game and things like that. But I feel like, you know, this defense is taking the right steps and, uh, you know, we're just going to continue to get better week in and week out. Turn into a playmaker. Turn into a running back, man. You got that ball in your hands. <laughs> I thought you were gone. Take me through the play. Uh, so I was uh, middle of the field, safety. You know, uh, the, the technique is, is you know, you, you sprint to the middle of the field. You keep your eyes on the quarterback. You know, once you get on top of him, you square up. And so I did that, and then I, I see the quarterback, like, looking towards our sideline. <laughs> so I kind of start to, to run over there, and he, he lobs it up. And honestly, I didn't, you know, look to see if anyone was right there or not. <laughs> and so, you know, I go, I catch the ball. <laughs> and I've always joked around, like, you know, when I catch a pick, I'm just run out of bounds or I'm just fall or something <laughs> like that. So – 
I made the first guy miss, and I'm like, oh, all, all I see is like old linemen. So I'm like, oh, I might have a chance. <laughs> so I start to run. You know, I'm, I, I'm still running down the sideline. I see the quarterback. He's just humming. So I'm like, oh, well, let me cut it back. So I cut it back. <laughs> then once I did that, someone bumped me, and I like spent for no reason. I oh, ended up getting tackled. But I feel like if if I could just eliminate the spin move, I probably could have scored that. Coach Grinch talks a lot about year two. It it went from installing a defense, mm-hmm. and now it's almost as if we're all speaking the same language. What does that equate? What does that look like on the field? Right. Um. It, it's it's guys doing more than their job. So last year, when you know Coach Grinch came in, like you said, you know he was just heavy on installing the defense. You know, everyone knowing their job, and we were just so stuck on everyone doing their job, and you know we really didn't emphasize. Well, you know, you have to make a play. We have to get this many takeaways in right. order to, to you know, get to where we want to get. Like, you know, he came in talking about takeaways, but we really didn't emphasize it. I feel like, like, I feel like we could have emphasized a lot more than what we did. And that's kind of what he did this year. He's like, okay, everyone here knows their job. You know, the 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 scheme hasn't changed at all. And so now, now that you know your job, you can take it to the next level, and, and that's, like, doing more than your job, going out there and making a play. Like, for example, you know, my interception tonight mm-hmm. with me, um, you know, running to the to the middle of the field. Don't don't just run to the middle of the field just because that's your job description, but do more than that, and that's come down with the football. Yeah, that's a great way to explain it. I'll let you go on this. Um, for you, dinged up, healthy now, looking good out there, how can this be used as a building block for this team going forward? Um, I feel like everyone should just be able to stay positive, you know, just through, you know, whatever happens. Of course, right now we're going through a worldwide pandemic. So you really don't know how that's going to, you know, work week in and week out. You know, if you if if one of the guys do happen to go out because of COVID or something like that, I feel like they should just stay positive and know that God is in control of it all. Because that's what I did whenever, you know, the injury happened right before the playoff game, one of our biggest games of the season. And, you know, so it was easy. I could have easily been all down and out about the situation. But, you know, once I, you know, got out of surgery and, you know, started resting up and things like that, I just recognized that, you know, it was all a part of God's plan. So, you know, if guys can just be able to stay positive through it all despite what happened, then we'll be good as a team. Congrats on the win, man. You guys look great. Good luck. Enjoy the off week. Yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Dude, you're awesome. Thanks, Delaney. How about these guys today? Asamoah, Turner Yell. Quite the talker. Big time interviewees. I like that. Hey, Sooner fans, when you download the Chick-fil-A app and order, you can start earning points toward delicious rewards. 48-0, Sooners win their opener. We'll take a break. When we come back, more post-game reaction from the Sooners. Final stats coming up as well. Our player of the game. This is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College. An impressive debut tonight as the starting quarterback for redshirt freshman Spencer Rattler. Four touchdowns, no picks, 290 yards passing, only played a half, and he's downstairs with Chris Plank. All right, here we go. Toby Rowland, Teddy Lehman, we're down here with Spencer Radler. How'd it feel, man, to finally be out there starting, rolling? Was it just natural? It's been a while for you to start a game. Yeah, it's been like two years since I really got to play a full game. Um, so, I mean, it felt natural out there. It felt good. Uh, felt felt good to get out there and just, just play. You know, it's been a lot of practices and going against our team it was good to just get against another team and you know I went out there and with you know we got a great group of guys that that did a lot of good things and we we still got some stuff to work on but you know we had fun out there that's the main thing and we executed when we had to not just to get out there and finally play for you but man there was a point where you probably thought we might not play football right and and there was a point where you guys have battled this pandemic like crazy 
Was it a almost a, a relief when the ball finally kicked off? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, like like Coach Riley says, we'll play whenever, wherever. <laughs> you know, how many? No matter how many fans, you know, no matter the circumstances, we just want to play ball. So, you know, for the team, for the fans, for just you know, the university it was big to get out here and get this first game, and uh, you know, it was a kind of kind of a statement game. We put up a lot of points. Defense held them to zero, so that was our goals. Pressure is a privilege. Um, you actually ratcheted up with your big performance tonight. So I've asked how does it feel a couple of times. But for you, how do you handle that? How do you handle, you know, I'm getting tagged in tweets, uh, Heisman Trophy candidate, looking incredible, the next Kyler Murray Baker Mayfield. How do you internalize that and handle it? It really just makes me work harder. I look at it as motivation. I mean, who, who wouldn't? <laughs> I, I kind of think that, um, you know, being mentioned with, like you said, Kyler's and all those guys, which I haven't done. You know, anywhere near they have yet, but you know, I'm just here to play my game. Um, um, got a lot of great teammates, a lot of great coaches, and uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna make plays when I got to make plays and, <laughs> and get the ball in the end zone. So let's talk about the playmakers, and we'll talk about your offensive line. I'll get you out of here. Gotcha. You finished tonight, 14 to 17, 290 yards, four scores, but it really seems like there's a good chemistry between you and Charleston Rambo, you and Marvin Mims already on the big touchdown. What's that process like in developing chemistry and in practice and then seeing it play itself out on the field? Like I said, it was better to get uh, go against somebody else than our defense. <laughs> you know, um, playing our defense at practice, we get a lot of great looks. Uh, Rambo, Theo, Mims, a bunch of guys. Uh, but just getting in the game and, you know, reading the defense and seeing things pop open, it just felt good to just, you know, get some clean shots and some big plays with, with those guys especially. And then the offensive line, I mean – uh, obviously, you've got Creed in there that you have a lot of confidence in. Seeing Swenson get the start at right tackle. Um, what, what's the communication like, and how confident are you in your O-line right now? Oh, man. I couldn't ask for a better O-line. I mean, starting with Creed, you know, he, he's going to hold it down in the middle. Big Mo, Tyrese, Ely, Swens, you know, all, all the guys on the O-line are just, you know, they, they, they give us time to make these plays and, and open these gaps up for these big runs. So, you know, you can't, you know. Love the O-line more. Okay. You know I, I said one more on the I want to – communication with you and Coach Riley. What was that like? How You practice it. It's nonstop. But in a game situation, how was it different? How smooth was it? Yeah, I mean, communication went well. That's one thing uh, we're big on, you know, a lot of communication and just making sure everybody's set, making sure everybody gets to play in. And, you know, we didn't really have that many uh, mistakes with that tonight. That's good. But, <laughs> you know, we got got some other areas we got to clean up, and, and we will. Congrats on the win, man. You look great out there. Good luck. Enjoy the bye week. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's Spencer Rattler, big debut tonight. Let's take a break. We'll take a look at all the final stats. Scoreboard coming up as well. Sooners win their season opener tonight, 48-zip on Owen Field. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. On the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, Sooner Football has been brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Ask an agent about how Shelter's auto policy includes roadside assistance. Learn more at Shelter.com. And by Taco Mayo, fresh ingredients built to order. Bank of Oklahoma, long live your money. Also brought to you in part by Pizza Hut and by Raising Cane's. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. You can send your questions to AskSooners at OU.edu or tweet them to at OU on the air. It's time to talk Sooner football. Rattler, play action. Straight drop, has all day. Throws to Weiss, near sideline, caught at the 25, and he tiptoes out of bounds around the 20. 
a strike and a great turn by Theo Weiss to the back shoulder to make that grab. Sooner fans, come visit the best place to gear up on your favorite OU products, the Sooner Shop, the official fan shop of OU Athletics, located on the west side of Gaylord Family, Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. Open Tuesday through Saturday from 10 to 5. Curbside pickup also available through the Sooner Sports To Go app. Let's take a look at our final stats now, brought to you by Taco Mayo Fresh Mex. Sooners win it 48-0. Ted, jump in whenever you hear something that catches your ear. OU ran for 124 yards tonight. Missouri State 54. Sooners threw for 484. Missouri State 81. The Sooners ran 71 plays, 608 total yards. Bears 46 plays for 135 total yards. Uh, penalties, maybe one area of concern tonight a little bit. Oh, you got nine of them. Yeah, I mean, you expect that early in the yep. season, and it's good to be in a game where it doesn't cost you. I will say one thing in there. What was the total play, 71 to 46? Mm -hmm. You know, whenever you play really good defense and people aren't putting drives together on you, it's a lot easier to play great defense late in a game. Now, you didn't need it tonight, obviously, because you're up 48-0. But whenever you play good defense early in fourth quarter, instead of being smoked, being 70, 75 plays in, you're only 40 plays in, that's a huge difference. Missouri State also had nine penalties tonight, 73 yards. Time of possession, about a 14-and-a-half-minute advantage for OU. They had it for 37 minutes and 11 seconds to the Bears, 22-49. Third down, Sooners good on offense, 6 of 12, right at 50%. They lead the nation defensively in this category after tonight. They held the Bears to 0 for 11 on third downs. That's going to help that season percentage, too. <laughs> exactly it's a way to start right. off. Uh, four sacks for OU. That's good. Four sacks for Missouri State. That's, uh, that's not what you want. Some individual numbers tonight. We'll start with the Sooners. Quarterback Spencer Rattler, 14 of 17, 290 yards passing, four touchdowns. He was sacked three times. Tanner Mordecai, an identical 14 of 17, 157 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He was sacked once. Chandler Morris goes two for two for 37 yards. I think that uh, Mordecai interception in the end zone really robs him of what was overall mm -hmm. a really, really nice night playing quarterback. Running back Seth McGowan, nine carries, 61 yards and a touchdown. Felt like he had more than that to me. He averaged 6.8 yards a carry. Marcus Major, 11 totes, 31 yards. Chandler Morris, two carries, 25 yards. Todd Hudson had six carries for eight yards. Twelve different pass catchers tonight for OU. The Howard, Theo Howard had the most grabs, five for 63 yards. Charleston Rambo, four catches, 80 yards, two touchdowns. Trayvon West, late, four catches for 59 yards. Mikey Henderson, four for 37. Marvin Mims, three for 80 yards and a touchdown. Theo Weiss, two for 44. Finn Corwin, two for 31 and a score. Damon Smith, two catches, seven yards. Seth McGowan had one 37-yard touchdown catch. Jeremiah Hall, 124-yard grab. Austin Stogner, one catch, 17 yards. And Marcus Major, one for five. Missouri State's quarterback, Jaden Johnson, before leaving with an injury, goes nine for 19 passing, 72 yards, no touchdowns, one interception. He was sacked four times. 
their leading ball carrier tonight, Terrell Roberts, who ran that reverse, one carry, 26 yards. And Lorenzo Thomas, Thomas Lorenzo, yeah, Thomas Lorenzo, their leading receiver, four catches for 46 yards. Defensively, leading tackler for the Bears, Tyler Wiltz. He had 12 tackles. Sooners leading tackler was Brian Osamoa with seven. Deshaun White credited with one and a half sacks tonight. Reggie Grimes and Brendan Bradley-Hiles each had a sack. Brian Mead got half a sack. And the one Sooner defensive turnover tonight, an interception for Delarian Turner-Yell. Final stats brought to you by Taco Mayo Fresh Mex. Fresh ingredients built to order. Teddy, I need a player of the game tonight brought to you by Midfirst Bank. you got some good options out there. There's like? plenty of options. I, You know, defensively, I think you could go with Osamoa. I think you could go with Turner Yell. Thought he had a really nice game. Offensively, I think you could go with McGowan or Mims. But I think you have to in his first start at quarterback for Oklahoma with huge expectations. Um 14 of 17 for 290 and four touchdowns for Spencer Rattler. I think you got to give him player of the game. Spencer Rattler, our player of the game, MidFirst Bank, a premier partner of OU Athletics and your exclusive home for the OU credit and debit cards. Visit MidFirst.com slash Sooners for details. MidFirst Bank, true to your money. We'll step aside for a timeout. Alex Grinch standing by. Chris Plank visits with the Sooner DC next. This is Sooner football from Learfield IMG. Second and 11, back to pass, blitzes on up the middle. Jaden Johnson is toast. Sacked back at the 16-yard line, and he knew it. There was nothing he could do about it. You could see his eyes get big from here. Stop on by your hometown Whataburger and try their one-of-a-kind patty melt. With two all-beef patties, grilled onions, Monterey Jack cheese, their famous creamy pepper sauce, all on Texas toast. It's like telling your taste buds how much you love them. 48-0 Sooners beat Missouri State, and we go back downstairs. Chris Plank hanging out with the Grinch. All right, guys. Alex Grinch joins us. Speed D on display tonight. Shut out. I mean, there's always things you want to improve on, but overall, how do you feel the guys did tonight? No, I thought there was a lot of, you know, obviously positives. And we, we, we you know, the start everything by saying we know the level of competition goes up right. here in two weeks. And so that, that's a starting point. But, uh, no, I, I think with all the uncertainty behind an offseason, uh, that was like uh, no other. And not to suggest everything, you know, just, just stops now that we got a game under our belts. But, um, you know, made, made the comment uh, in the press conference that a game broke out at 6 o'clock. And it, it was, you know, fun to actually be a part of that. And just thought an energy uh, that suggested a group of guys excited to play football. So that was uh, uh, fun to be around. And I know just a couple more, and we'll let you get out of here. We had Brian Osamoa on earlier. Uh, and, and I said, I don't know if I've seen a guy that's changed from one year to the next like he has. You know, last year, sitting on the bench, not really later in the season, having an opportunity this year. He's involved. He's making plays. What have you seen that's really improved and changed his game? No, and you're right. And he, he's made a major jump. And, and, and a guy that, uh, you know, probably got lost in, in – um, you know, kind of the, the idea of, well, I have the ability to do things. And, and, well, you do have the ability to do things, but now you got to go do them. 
Um, and that's ultimately what you're judged on. And so th- it never was potential. It never was ability with Brian. I think it, as much as anything, it was just uh, a, a more of a consistent performance. You saw flashes. Um, but ultimately, you know, to, to be an elite defense, you can't just have flash plays. You've you right. got to make uh, – um, you know, consistent, uh, you know, consistency part of part of your game, and so that's what we've seen from Brian. Um, excited about him. It's a good start to the season for him. Uh, and, and then one more, just overall to see the defensive line making the plays. I know that you know there's some guys that weren't available tonight, but I mean to to see to see Perry on Winfrey, to see Josh Ellison, to see these guys we haven't seen before overall really look like they can be difference makers down the road. Well, I thought they were active and we've seen, you know, we've seen it in practice. Um, but, but, you know, the good thing about a first game, you know, in other words, I would say the, the, the good thing about non-conference games, you know, and we only got one, so we got to move on from there, but, but you see a new scheme, you see new blocking, you know, you, you see different pass protection. You know, you, you know, the, the one thing that, um, is, is sometimes lost is that you play the same offense every single day. Uh, in this case, we've been doing it, you know, whether it was a walkthrough since, you know, uh, July. Um, and so uh, for us to, to, to see a different different scheme, again, different protections, different blocking, uh, to see guys react to that, what that, that, that serves for us is all of a sudden Monday in film session, you got a lot more stuff to, to have an opportunity to coach, and there'll be uh, just invaluable game film for those guys to get evaluated on. Can we get some of those speed D masks like Roy Manning has? Those are pretty awesome. Now. Yeah, it's, it's funny. He's the only one that has it. <laughs> And, he, and, he, and he's making sure that uh, uh, he, he's got uh, uh, the monopoly on that. I so. like it. Well, congrats on the win, Coach. Good luck, man. Have a great week. No, I appreciate you. Let's take a look at your Big 12 Janie King clean sweep of scores. Ooh, can we not? I, it's a sponsored segment. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Fourth quarter, Texas leading UTEP 59-3. to Texas Tech beats Houston Baptist tonight, but it was uncomfortable. 35-27. Second quarter in Lawrence, it's now 21-0 Coastal Carolina looking to beat Kansas for the second straight year. They're off to a good start. Earlier today, upsets Louisiana over Iowa State in Ames, 31-14. Arkansas State knocks off K-State in Manhattan, 35-31. West Virginia did get a win, 56-10 over Eastern Kentucky. There was some news tonight. I guess Baylor and Houston have scheduled a game now for next Saturday. That's pretty quick turnaround. It's like, <laughs> crazy, man. Yeah, hey, you guys want to play? Um, yeah, I think we're open. We're used to breaking news. Hey, Baylor and Houston have scheduled a series for 2033 and 34. <laughs> right. Not next Saturday. I like it. You know, it's 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 fun to see people open to, to doing stuff like this in order to get games out there and, and make things happen. So I like that. It's, you know, it's not – not perfect. It's really not the world that you want to live in. I mean, if you're Baylor, you probably um, would rather not have to play a team like Houston. And if you're Houston, you'd rather not have to have uh, the first game be against a Baylor team that you don't know what you're going to see from yeah. with new coaches. So it's not a perfect world, but they're playing it anyways, which I, I really like. It does give us a fun game to watch sure. next week on a bye week. Sure. That's your Janet King clean sweep of scores from around the Big 12. Janet King is the king of clean. We'll take a break. Uh, Charleston Rambo coming up next. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. 
on the Sooner Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College, Sooner Football has been brought to you by MidFirst Bank, exclusive home of the OU Visa credit and debit card. Allstate, protecting you has no off-season. You're in good hands with Allstate. And by Mercy. At Mercy, your life is our life's work. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Stogner lined up tight and right. Rattler takes the snap, handoff McGowan up the middle, he's into the end zone. Touchdown! The first touchdown of 2020 belongs to freshman Seth McGowan, and it's 6-0 OU. Welcome back to the Bud Light Post Game Show. Whenever there's a Sooner game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Please drink responsibly. Oklahoma wins their opener, 48-0 tonight. Couple of touchdowns in the opener for Charleston Rambo, and he's downstairs with Plank. All right, Toby, we're down here with Charleston Rambo. All right, I, I like the move. Yes, sir. Have we named the, the celebration yet? Pop or? that. What is it? Pop that. Pop that. Yeah. And you, okay, it's smooth. Yes, sir. It's impressive. <laughs> I was worried they might throw a flag, but they're letting you guys get away with a little yeah, bit more right play. now. I like the personality of this team, and that kind of feeds into it. And I know it's just one game, but you got to feel good about this start. Take me through what you really felt was clicking between you and Spencer tonight. It's just his confidence. You know, he trusts us. Just beginning the camp, you know, he came in, uh, played ball, you know, whatever. Him and Tan, Tanner Mordecai battling or whatever. But, you know, just his confidence in the game and him trusting us as a receiver and just trusting us to catch the ball make the play. And that just started with being in that situation in practice. Take me through your confidence. You had a great start to last year. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I know you've worked on it physically uh, in the offseason. But when, whenever you, you go out and you're able to perform like this, to start the season. What does that do to your confidence? I mean, you know, this is game one. You know, there's more to come, but this confidence as in, like, me and Spence, our relationship is getting stronger as we go. Drive, you know, we get in. I hear him talking more. You know, he's he's always, yeah, let's go. You good, you good. Let's, let's make this play. <laughs> let's get right. That's it. But, you know, just coming out of the game like this, I'm not, no, not go to the head or nothing. It's just more to come in the future. I, I had, I had asked Brian Asamoah this, and he kind of seemed, hey, I'm, I'm not worried about testing or anything like that. But you got, it happens three times a week, mm-hmm. man, and it's always in the front of your mind. How do you categorize that in your mind to where it's just following protocols and doing, you're wearing your mask now and just yeah. doing everything the right way? <laughs> it's just like you don't know when it's going to hit you, you know. But we got to keep that mask up. Can't pull it down. <laughs> Even when we're around our family, you know, we still got to keep it up. And that's just – just trying to be it. safe. Yeah, they, my, my people's called me. Oh, we can't see you because we've been around too many people tonight. So <laughs> I feel you. How important is that, though, when your family, who's here, to, they realize the importance <laughs> to you and they're like, love you, been around too many yeah. people, don't want to risk it. That's pretty yeah. awesome. It's, yeah, it's, it's just a different year. And, I mean, we got we to gotta go with it. You know, we got to uh, embrace it. You know, so we've been on this mask for so long. <laughs> There's no reason we should pull it down now. We've been at it so long, let's keep going until a cure or something is coming out. Gotcha. <laughs> Spencer likes to say pressure is a privilege. But, you know, quarterback has talked about it. Receiver's another thing, man. Didi, Sterling, CD, uh, Hollywood, and now ball out Charlie. And everyone expects Charleston Rambo to be that guy. What's that pressure like? I embrace it, you know. Once again, CD was my roommate, so, you know, I seen it the whole way, you know. And Jet, when he was here, we was in the dorms together or whatever, so I seen it 
you know, from the bottom to the top. And just hearing from them before the game, after the game, they sent me text messages and just let me know, keep it going. You know, that's it. Two more, I'll get you out of here. Number one, what does it say about that chemistry between you and Spencer whenever you're able to do it against someone other than your own defense in unique circumstances and excel? What does that do to your guys' confidence? We, we waited too long. We waited too long to not go out there and perform. You know, going into this game, we talked about it. We didn't even know if we was going to play this year. So just for us to be out there and get one game in, one drive, like, <laughs> it's just it's exciting. You know, we're feeling good. You know, we've been busting, breaking at practice, going hard at practice against our own defense for so long. And now we got a taste of play a, a different a, a team. So we're just excited for this season. How fun was it to see some of your pups out there, too? I mean, you used oh. to be that pup. But I, I'm having a look at the <laughs> roster. I'm like, who's Finn Corbett? And, and he's out there making plays. So how fun was Man, that? Man, just seeing them do that, it's like so exciting. You know, Trey, Trey West, yeah, 19 or whatever. Good. Man, just seeing them do that, seeing them do that at practice and seeing it occur in the game. You know, it's just, I'm so happy for them. Like, fans scored, so happy for him. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, enjoy a bye week if you can, and uh, we appreciate your time, man. Good luck yes, the rest sir. of the year. Yes, sir. Thank you. It's Charles DeRambo, and uh, kudos to Chris Plank. That was pulled off flawlessly. I it, This is evidence of 2020. The amount of discussion, conference calls, and work that went into that, <laughs> getting post-game interviews, is unbelievable. Uh, the, you know, Chris is coming from the outside. There's a bubble there. How do we get him in? What's the room? What's the path into the room? The uh, distance between microphones, the cleaning off of equipment, all the kind of, I mean, I'm telling you, hours and hours of conference calls in how we can pull off post-game audio. And he did it flawlessly tonight. And everybody that, that was a part of it, Mike Houck and Jacob Potter and everything. So I'll tell you who I think is most excited about that that he Plank was able to pull this off and figure out the logistics. The players. Is that some of the longest-winded answers and in interviews yeah. we've had? I think they were happy to see someone outside of the football A face-to-face -face interview. Right. How about this? Uh, a few more stats from Stats Kelly, and then we'll uh, take our last break. Uh, let me see. I'm picking Marvin Mims tonight. Uh, joins Daryl Royal in 1946, Joe Washington in 1972, and C.D. Lamb in 2017 as true freshman to return punts Boy, and he looked OU. good doing it, too, didn't he? He looked they really looked dangerous. good. He looked really good. Spencer Rattler uh, joined Sam Bradford as the only two to throw two 50-plus-yard touchdown passes as freshmen in their debuts. That's some research right there. Uh, let's see. Um, last shutout for OU 2015 against K-State. We mentioned that. They held Missouri State to 136 yards tonight. The last time they held an opponent under 200 was Kansas in 2017. That was 155 yards in that one. Uh, Lincoln Riley picks up his 37th win at OU tonight. He is 37 years old. Sooners have now won 15 straight home openers. And a couple more here. 130th straight sellout. Are we giving it to them? I mean, they sold... They sold all the tickets, right? I mean, as far as I know, it they was a sold sellout. All the tickets they had available. I guess I don't it. know that for sure, but I'm, I'm counting it. 
Uh, it is the smallest home crowd, according to Stats Kelly and his research, it is the smallest home crowd for an OU game since 1945. Wow. I don't know what the final total was, but it was in the neighborhood of 20,000 tonight. Yeah. And, you know, I think the record books or whatever, I think they'll take into account the, the year. It's not like they didn't sell all the t- tickets because they were uh-huh. terrible and no one wanted them. We've got stuff going on here. Yeah, I, you sh- I wish we had all taken stock in asterisks. <laughs> right. We could be rich right now because we're going to be using a lot of those. And it is the 53rd straight win for OU and leading going to the fourth quarter. It wasn't even close tonight, but that's an impressive streak right there. We'll take a timeout. Final segment when we come back here at Owen Field. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Third and four. Morris back to pass. Look at end zone. Throws left side. Caught at the five. Pushing to the two and dropped. That is Damon Smith on what will probably be the last play of the night with 18 seconds and leading 48-0. Fans want him to try to punch it in, and Lincoln Riley says enough is enough, and he'll let the clock run and go shake hands with Bobby Petrino. And game one, after a long and worrisome wait, is in the books. 3-2-1 win column sooner. Game over. Final score in the season opener in 2020. Oklahoma 48 and Missouri State nothing. The Sooners have their first shutout since 2015. Welcome back for the final time to Owen Field. Toby Rowland, Teddy Lehman with you. Let's take a look at this week's upcoming Sooner Athletic events. Really looking ahead uh, two weeks. Two weeks from today. Kansas State will be here in its Big 12 play time. It'll be an 11 a.m. kickoff, folks. The Kansas State Wildcats 0-1 after being upset by Arkansas State at home today. They'll be loaded for bear, though, when they walk in for an 11 o'clock kickoff. That means our pregame coverage starts for you at 9 a.m. That's on September 26th, which is my birthday, by ah, the way. Yeah, bring, a, bring a gift with you in two weeks, if you don't mind. This look at upcoming OU Athletic Events brought to you by Kincaid Coach, the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. A little uh, nugget of trivia for you. My sister's birthday is also September 26th. Wow. Okay, I'll file that away in we are case not, it ever comes up. We are not twins. Jeopardy. Yeah. No. Born 10 years apart, she was my 10th birthday present. Wow. How hmm. about that? Nice. Uh, final thoughts before we get out of here? All in all, pretty good night. Pretty good night. Pretty great night, I think, actually. No injuries to speak of. Um, a lot of newcomers played really well. Uh, defensively, first shutout in, what, five years? Uh, we got a turnover in game one, well on our way to creating more. Um, I thought it was good. Considering the amount of guys that were out, some of them big-time contributors, is still a all-in-all completely clean game, offense, defense, special teams. Significantly sharper than I expected. Yeah. After all yeah. they've been through. Especially watching Iowa State and Kansas State lose. Right. It's like, wh- <laughs> what are we going to look like today? And, uh, you know, I thought they did did a really good job. Nice job, bud. Good to be back with you yeah, again. it was fun. The Oklahoma Highway Safety Office is a proud sponsor of OU Athletics and wants to remind you that drinking and driving is deadly and illegal. Together, we can end DUI. Visit enduiok.com for more information. Thanks to our crew tonight, Teddy Lehman, Chris Blank, Gabe Eichert, spotter Greg Blackwood, Dennis Stats-Kelly, Engineer and producer Michael Dean, Kyle Cross running the show for us back at our Sooner Network studio. And a shout-out to Drake Dykin 
as well, who uh, is our other engineer and producer, did a ton of work getting us ready for tonight. Final score, one final time from Owen Field in Norman. In the season opener of 2020, it was Oklahoma 48 and Missouri State nothing. Until two weeks from today when Kansas State comes to town for the Big 12 opener, this is Toby Rowland saying, Sooners win and Boomers sooner, everybody. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, Sooner football has been brought to you by Homeland Grocery, locally owned by our employees. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. And by OU Medicine, number one in the field. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.